0: Welcome to the Bob Priest Show of Life podcast. I'm your host, Bob Priest. Thanks for tuning in today's show. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject of health and wellness, as well as alternative technologies to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Good morning and welcome to the Bob Priest Show of Life podcast. I'm your host, Bob Priest. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. Today, my guest is Lynn Marie, certified life and health coach and owner owner of Lynn Marie's House of Sharma. Can you tell me what the the word Sharma means, uh, Lynn? I found that interesting.
1: My pleasure, Bob. Thank you for having me and for this opportunity. I just adore you for this. So Shama in Hebrew means to hear. I'm very good at, I've trained myself to actually be able to listen. Instead of listening to respond, I listen to actually hear where you're blocked.
0: Uh, Good good point there. Uh, I was reading your bio a little bit. Of course, in our many conversations over the past month or so, after meeting you on LinkedIn, uh, you know, you've you've got a pretty good history of things that you've done in life. You've been a 35-year licensed cosmetologist, coach, friend, sister, mother. Uh, I love those. I like the way that you uh, include those as part of life. Um, you've uh, loved making everyone feel and look their best throughout your career as a hairstylist. You've been president mm-hmm. of the Portland Chamber of Commerce and been involved in local government and nonprofit organizations. So it sounds like you've had a pretty full life at this point.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love to help people because everybody's struggling right now. So it's so important to get out there and and how else do you build rapport? You can't do it by sitting in the house. You have to get out there and learn, uh, meet people and learn what it's all
0: about. I agree. So, you know, after all these years of being in cosmetology and Making people beautiful, which sure helped me out, I'm sure. Um <laughs> what, what changed around in your life that you decided you wanted to become a certified life and health coach?
1: Well, like with many businesses through COVID, um I got shut down. I was I was working in my basement after many years of working around Lansing and in Portland, and then I decided to go home and so I wouldn't have to worry about ever losing a job. And uh, COVID hit and I got shut down. And during that time, I thought, why not? There's no better time than right now than to go back to school and learn the tools to actually help people move through what it is that they need to move through. So I started and six months later, I was through it and done.
0: Well, that's awesome. I was
1: determined, so determined.
0: Didn't have much choice when you had to be stuck in the house for no. all that time, um, right? In our conversations, I I learned that you went through your own medical uh, challenge at some point. Can you kind of tell us that story a little bit, and and then how that perpetuated you to move in some new directions?
1: Sure, it's always been, I guess, pretty much my whole life, Bob. I've always had issues with Western medicine. Uh, I've always tried to find natural ways to help myself move along. And I'm very good at listening to my body, which everybody needs to, to tune into more because your body will tell you what it needs and what it's lacking if you learn how to listen. So yes, with Western medicine, I've been prescribed several things. And after each episode, I've had to literally had have pieces and parts of my body removed because of... The chemicals that are used in it. I, it's just always been a part of me to it's been in my mind never take the elixirs and that's what I follow. So natural process to me is so much easier.
0: It's interesting. I've had uh, I had an interview just the other day of a young lady that had issues in her body, went to numerous doctors, I mean numerous doctors, never could get any yeah. answers, but always got another pill. And uh, yeah. after years, and, and she was young teenager at the time, after years, she just took it upon herself uh, to start learning how to listen to her body and to use more natural ways of approach. And now she's uh, at 28 years old, she's vibrant. And guess what? She found a new career too. She moved into the this kind of space as well. So that's yeah. interesting that Uh, You, along with many of my uh, friends that I've met through LinkedIn and otherwise, have found their own stories of illnesses, et cetera, that have turned them around by going through their own learning process. So talk to us a little bit about how people should go about educating themselves
1: Well, knowledge is power to me. So, and everybody's so different. It's like your fingerprints were all made up differently. So it's a process. This isn't something that happens overnight. It's a long, it's not a long process. It's it's a process that takes however long it takes for you to take yourself through that. Does that make sense to you?
0: It does to me, does yes. Does that make sense? I mean, I think we all have to come to uh, that aha moment you know, where we go, something's got to change because everything I've been doing hasn't been working. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's very true when it comes to taking care of our own bodies.
1: Can I just tell you my story about the last Western medicine episode that I had?
0: Oh, absolutely. I want to hear all your stories, Lynn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you. Um, so I was on Zantac, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, but, um, and I felt horrible all the time. Like I couldn't eat, I couldn't do anything for a year. I kept going to this doctor and she wasn't even sure what was happening. We were just going through all these tests. And every time I would come back, she would say, Lynn, there's nothing wrong with you. And I would say to her, yes, there is because I've been dealing with this and this isn't me. She wanted me to take another Zantac on top of what I was taking. And that was actually the culprit. And I ended up losing my gallbladder.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: So it was me saying to her, what tests haven't we done yet? And she told me, and I asked her to please send me so that I can get this over with. Cause it's, I just can't deal with this anymore. I was in a gentleman's office for five minutes and he diagnosed it. Done. Got the gallbladder taken out and it was all resolved. Of course, you're not the same because now you're missing your gallbladder, but you have to adjust. You just have to adjust.
0: Well, just so th- we're in, we're in the uh, same club. I I had to lose my gallbladder several years ago. Um, what I don't think it was cause of any drug. I think it was just it finally gave up the ghost and was ready to be gone. But <laughs> I, I have felt much better since. Yes. Taken out, so. Um, mm-hmm. You and I were talking the other day and I I love this comment you say don't take the elixirs. Um, listen to your box yes. um, but don't take the elixirs. and I really want yeah. to expand on that a little bit, you know because you okay. know we've we've all through especially you and me being at our ages that we are now, we've been through enough life that we've experienced here take this yet again another thing. And we just kind of fell into that trap, didn't we?
1: No, I'm not gonna let you, I'm not gonna allow you, Bob, to put me in with your category because I've learned very young.
0: <laughs> well,
1: not to take the lectures, but this that's what life is about, right? It's all learning process.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I and you know, I always throughout my life, I always fought against that but still fell into that trap.
1: Yes, um, but, but because you trusted your doctor. I mean, this is what you're programmed to do is to follow what your physician says. Yeah. And they're also into the textbooks, which again, everybody's so different. And that textbook is not, it's not me. I know who I am and I know what my body needs and it's not going to be in a book.
0: Well, and, and I, you know, over time, I have learned a lot about my own self. And being able to listen a lot closer to what my body is saying, and 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 the other thing too is, I think we have to learn when we're listening to our body. When we finally open up our minds and hearts and spirits to listen, uh, the things that we hear, then we have to heed to them. So if my body's saying slow down, take a break, rest your brain, whatever, instead of pushing through all the time, like you know, I, I was thought very early on that fight through the pain, whatever that pain was, you know, you fight through it. Well, sometimes that pain needs to, that's telling you something. And uh, whether it's an emotional pain or a physical pain, it's telling us something. You know, in our conversation not long ago, you told me about a trip you took uh, back in uh, 2021. And I found that such a fascinating uh, story about your trip and your, I call it a walkabout, like if you were in Australia. but
1: sure it was the best walkabout of my life let me just tell you let's ending up on that. oh my ending up on the isle of lewis in scotland my heart was just stuck i mean my soul kept telling me, you've got to go you've got to go you've got to go and when i got there bob it was just unbelievable the two and a half months that i got to stay there i was literally within walking distance of those stones and i could go whenever i wanted to it was just Fabulous, and I'm so grateful to Alistair for giving me that opportunity. Because if it wasn't for that young man who was so broken that wanted some help, I would have never had that opportunity. I wouldn't have.
0: Well, tell and us he's about. He's no
1: longer with us.
0: Tell us about this young person that you you told me the story about, uh, and how you all interacted I, with one another.
1: Okay, well, I met him in May the first time I went in 2021 at the Stones. Um, he was walking with what I, it's not crutches. It's more like a cane or, a uh, I can't even explain it. And then he had to have help with his knees because he was just so broken. Um, he didn't understand that. His way of thinking was what everybody else was putting into his head. He didn't know who he was anymore. He didn't know what his existence was, what his purpose was. And we got to fast track, of course, because I was there every day to help him walk through all of his anger and his angst and his anxiety, all of that. So I showed him what he needed to do in order to stop that overthinking of what the outside sources were putting into his head because he knew it wasn't true. And then he could start regaining his own wisdom and his own confidence. And by the time I left, two and a half months later, he was walking up a hill three times with 75 pounds on his back in a backpack. And I was never so proud of this young man. He'd struggled his whole life.
0: My goodness. My goodness. So most of it, even though he had some physical challenges, most of it was in his head that he just had accepted his state in life.
1: It's so hard people when you overthink you keep beating yourself up and that you that's so hard on your psyche and his psyche was just almost diminished just almost diminished so yes it's what it's your beliefs, we all need to rethink to relearn to relove ourselves because what you believe isn't necessarily who you truly and really are.
0: That, those are good words, Lynn. I really like that. So I'm interested. What is what is the stones on the Isle of Lewis? What is is it oh, a special place? Tell me about it.
1: it. To me, it's the most sacred site on this planet. It really is. Um, I um, I would rather not get into this because because and please don't add this because it, what's been written is not what's true. Well,
0: I I don't
1: know anything about it. That's why I'm asking you. Yes. Well, to me, and please, again, don't put this in there. But the truth is those standing stones, once upon a time, our ancestors were able to talk to one another telepathically. And that's what the stones were all about, was being able to talk, the father to talk to the, or the son to talk to the father, and so on and so forth. So when I... That's all part of my soul. Those stones are part of my soul, and I what? had to go there in order to.
0: I find that fast. Do what I needed to do. And again, that's <laughs> my was part existence
1: of, is here for a reason.
0: Yeah, that was part of a healing process too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. That's where I came from right in the beginning. This, those stones, whether you believe this or not, we are all, every soul on this planet right now has been reincarnated. We are all here for a purpose. And my purpose was to go there so that I could wake myself up and help the rest of the world see how difficult we're making it for ourselves, because it really is what you're thinking, is what's keeping you stuck. And so, yes, it was a, a very... um. Spiritual, heart lifting. I broke a lot of chains when I was there. A lot of chains. Well, that's and ex- it worth that's it. Really and when exciting I
0: exciting would... to hear that. That's really <laughs> exciting to hear when that. I
1: would walk past this. Thanks. When I would walk past this church, which wasn't very far from me, it's the the um, Free Church of Scotland, and they would sing Gaelic. And I would just stand there at the side of the road, Bob, and tears would just run down my face. It was like, I have no idea what you're singing right now, but I'm so in love. And I started going to church there.
0: <laughs> that, and I hated
1: that, it when I had to leave.
0: That is so neat. So just, just experiencing the place, the, the history that you, that you knew, uh, hearing yes. the words, even though you didn't understand what they were being said, they permeate, permeated your soul. And they, yes. they help change. Yeah, they help resonation. They help change yeah. the hurt and the damage that was that you had been going through. That that oh, is such yeah. a neat story. So let's let's transition now into really what you do now and who you are and, and what you're about helping people. Um, I know you offer coaching, um, it, life and health coach. I know you use different techniques. Can you Maybe expand a little bit about what you do, what type of techniques you use, why you use those and how you feel like those can help people with all these different challenges that they're coming through.
1: Sure. So I think um, we all really need to go back to the basics, Bob, of just kind of purging from your body, your toxins, and not just from your body, but from your mind. So there's a lot of things that you have to go through first. To start that cleansing process, you're going to start with what you're drinking and what you're eating, how you're eating. It's not necessarily what you're eating, it's how you're eating it. And if you just learn the proper way for better digestion, once you start calming down your body, then everything else is going to follow. But you've got to start in your brain to stop that. You have to have a to- gain the awareness to learn the, or gain the consciousness to learn the awareness to stop yourself when you start going down that rabbit hole of overthinking and then turn it back to a positive direction. So I'm going to help you just with the words by me listening and telling you where you need to step back and just take a, a minute and walk through it, understand the why, and then you can let go. All right. So it's it's a process all the way through. You're gonna learn some things that's gonna help calm down the brain and help uh revive the body and your systems.
0: So you use different techniques and uh therapies to help people it's, process through that.
1: It's all natural. Everything that I do is it's a it's really a habit rethink. Okay. You're gonna take your daily habits, and I'm gonna help you rethink them to help you get the optimum out of what it is that you're doing.
0: I was reading through your bio the uh, the other day, and one of the the statements you made is your thoughts, feelings, and how you speak will also affect your body. 90% of the population have over 20,000 negative thoughts a day that are stuck in Mm -hmm. fear, doubt, worry, and self-sabotage.
1: Mm, no wonder true. we've
0: got problems in the world today, right?
1: <laughs>
0: it's the truth. It, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. You know, um, since I have met you and through the many conversations we've had, and we've gone so many different directions, we've, we've chased rabbits down a lot of rabbit holes. Um, yes. But the one thing that I've enjoyed about our conversations, whether we agreed on everything or disagreed, we had a commonality that we were going to agree to disagree. Wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, you wouldn't you? agree with that? <laughs>
1: absolutely, absolutely. And that's what I adore about you. That's just maturity. It's just maturity. Well, and, and we're i are one another. Isn't that what life is about? You, if some, if you say something to me that resonates with me, I am going to go and research it because I think it's so important that you do that. So it's we're all here to learn on a daily basis. Everybody that walks watches- it's going to teach you a lesson of who you want to be or who you don't want to be.
0: I I agree. And, and, you know, I think, you know, even with what part of being a life coach uh, and Mm -hmm. watching what's happened, especially around some of the uh, tough times in our our country over the past four or five years, uh, we've, we've forgotten how to communicate whether we agree with one another or not, that really shouldn't be so much of an issue of let's learn to communicate. We can communicate that we disagree, we can communicate that we agree, we can communicate we're neutral about any of that. Um, instead of being, it's gotta be my my decision has to be right and you have to accept that. Um, yes. how do you how do you help people process? Because I'm sure you've had people come into your practice that maybe have some really deep-seated things that they just can't let go of, or at least learn how to soften so that there can be more palatable conversations.
1: Well, it is, it's, it is a very tricky process, but you you have to take it slow. It's like I'm peeling an onion, right? So it's layer by layer by layer. So I I have them just step back for a minute and put themselves in the other person's shoes and then just keep adding to that layer so that they can actually understand the thought process of the person on the other side. And then a lot of times it's like, oh yeah, I never thought of it that way. It's just thinking outside yourself, really. Because we're putting our own emotions on whatever's happening and really looking at the person's face and saying, am I hurting you when I'm saying something? Because it shows that we don't pay attention. We don't pay
0: attention. Well, in my in my life learning, uh, one one technique that I always learned in communicating with people was to mirror what they're what they're doing, and to yes. like if they if they were showing some form of posture, I would try to imitate the posture so that they could see themselves in me, and so mm-hmm. like if they we're being aggressive, for example, I might show some aggression in my body so they could get a look at it. And a lot of times that really helped. Is that some of the techniques you use uh, in your practice?
1: Sometimes. I've gotta be really careful though, Bob, because some people just can't see. The irony is just right there. I It's amazing to me sometimes how people, I don't like yelling to begin with, but when I see somebody yell at somebody else, and then later, just later by chance, I will kind of throw it back. Just to t- it's kind of like here's a spoonful of sugar. How did that feel for a minute? Just how did it feel? And sometimes it still goes right over the head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, They're just I, so stuck. I totally get that. I was a I was a teacher yes. for over thirty years, and oh, young, young bless people. You I was a middle middle high school band director, so. Oh. In a band room, it's pretty loud in there when when they're playing and all that. So I had to always talk loud just because big space, a lot of kids. But I found a technique that uh, really worked well when I could not get their attention. I just quit talking. And yeah. I, I would just go basically neutral. I would just stop. I would get pan-faced and I would just stand there until... It got quiet and, and, and you know, I hated to do it because I lost a lot of time, but it yeah. finally started working because they started realizing, well, you know, gosh, the guy can't hear us. And so I, I quit raising my voice, even though at times I needed to talk louder because the, the last row that was 30 or 40 feet away from me couldn't hear me in a normal voice but I started figuring out that if I made it softer and made them have to do more listening, then we were going to get more accomplished. So that really worked well for me. In in one of our conversations, you talked about uh, the bowls that you use, and I've never experienced it, Lynn. and, And so I want you to explain that to me and, how you use that and and why it's become an important tool in your practice. And tell me what the, I know there's a term for those. I'm sorry. I forgot it.
1: Oh, no worries. It's a sound bath. It's a crystal sound bath. And so I have seven bowls that are focused on the seven main chakras in your body. And the sound bath really, um, before I do the sound bath, I take everybody through Uh, a guided meditation, a pre-recorded guided meditation, because that's not who I am. I'm more about playing the bowls and just helping you relax. That's somebody else's job. So I'm gonna let them focus on that. And then as I'm playing, it's actually like natural healing. And this is how our ancestors used to heal too, is through sound. We didn't have pills back then. (laughs) They went and picked something off a tree if they felt bad and they figured it all out. So. Now, I mean, natural is the way to go. And some of the process, some of the things that I see after a sound bath, I've seen a range from crying to elation. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. And then just from listening, they kind of get that. And it's not from me, from listening to the pre-recorded meditation. They get that aha moment too, because she also helps you realize you're overthinking and what you're doing to yourself. So it's a great process and it's fun for me to watch.
0: You know, that's, I found that when we had that conversation not long ago, that being a music teacher, being someone that's immersed around sound, basically 24 seven, I never stopped to think about how the pitch, the different tonalities, uh, from your perspective, from someone that's helping someone heal, because, you know, I'd have a band concert, for example, and it would be one of those nights that was just a miraculous night. Every every note was played correctly. Every rhythm was played yeah. correctly. And the emotion that the kids uh, put into their playing really came together. And my body would change. my My whole mentality would change. When I would finish and get off the podium and and the accolades were over and all that. And we were on our way home. I was on this natural high. I was feeling so elated. And so I started thinking about what you had been telling me going, you know, that makes a lot of sense um, to, to immerse yourself in surroundings that allow you to just free your mind, free your thoughts and just enjoy and, yes. then, and listen to yourself and getting back to the nature just hearing what's around you. This morning before I this before our get together, I went outside my front um, cuz it was still just dusk or uh, just dawn and there's red hue in the background through a set of trees. And I just went out there and stood and looked at that and listened to the sounds. And it was birds chirping and you know everybody's waking up all this, everything's right and it it I couldn't wait for us to have a conversation because I knew we were gonna talk about things that that brought us back to nature and and all that. So I was excited about that, and I took picture of it, so it's on my Facebook for you to go look at. but Lynn, i I've really enjoyed getting to know you and want to continue our relationship. but for our our listeners, how could they get a hold of you? what what uh, let's talk about a couple things that you could offer. Um, people with online connections because we're going, this is going to go out all over the country and I want people to be able to reach out to you, to use your services, to learn from you. So could you tell us how they could reach you and maybe two or three things that you feel like that you could really give value to them?
1: Um, sure. So I have a website. It's com. You can uh, actually make appointments through my website for sound baths or for um, sessions. I also have a 90-day program that I can take you through. That's a, It's a really good course that helps the back-to-basics, teaching you about the breathing and the eating and the, whatever it is that you need to do to help calm down your brain to calm down the body. Um, and I forgot, sorry, I lost it.
0: So we've got your website. Uh, we've got uh, how, you know, how you can help them out. What, what, do you want to share your phone number or cell number or a house sure. number?
1: My, the phone number for the House of Shama is 517-732-1949.
0: All right. And one last thing, because we want to give the the listeners something. What's one thing that you could tell our listeners today that they could do today uh, to help themselves?
1: Oh, my gosh. You know what my favorite thing to do is? All day, every day, even when I'm working, I don't care. I always have music on, and I cannot stop moving when the music is going. So just give it a go. Just turn it on because something is going to happen. Where you just can't stop moving your body, and it's going to become okay. a habit, and you can't help yourself. You just got to move. So it that's makes what I say. Better, that makes us
0: feel better, doesn't
1: it? Joy, yes. Anything that brings you joy, put it in front of your face and put it in your ears, and stop. I don't listen to the news. I don't watch the news. I keep. I have my own healthy boundaries, just because that's what I need for me. But if something is not bringing you joy, then please, by all means, whatever it takes, because if it's not helping you, it's hurting you. It needs to go. And start small. Start with small things. It's small steps that will get you bigger. And that's where your courage is going to grow from that. You're going to get rid of the fear. So make one small promise to yourself today that you know that you can keep. And make it a daily discipline and then grow from there. That's what I have to say. And thank you everybody for listening. I so appreciate it.
0: Lynn, those are great words. And I've got I've got something for you. I, you know, you um you need to write a book. Okay. So I'm gonna put a plug <laughs> in your ear. Um, this is Lynn You're Marie. You're not
1: the first one that said that.
0: You know, Lynn Marie. <laughs> Uh, Every time we get on the phone or get on uh, Zoom calls, you're always promoting, uplifting positive thoughts to people. So Lynn Marie's values of thoughts. Lynn Marie's values of thoughts or Lynn Marie's um, positive affirmations or something of that nature. Because the way you word them, the times that you've talked to me, they always were something that was uplifting, and I always walked away from my conversations just a little more lighthearted. So there you go. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm glad I've done my job. That's what my existence is all about, is to help people just lighten up and enjoy life, because it's it's, it's really simple. We just make it so hard on ourselves.
0: Oh, there you go. So great words of wisdom from, from Lynn Marie today. Uh, this is uh, Bob Priest with the uh, Show of Life podcast. We've enjoyed having you with us today, Lynn, and we hope that uh, our listeners will reach out to you for more information from you and check you out on the website that I will also post in the uh, written portion of this podcast. Everyone out there in the podcast world, have a great day, and we look forward to talking to you in our next episode. Goodbye.